Twin Cities Orthopedics is proud to be the official sports medicine provider for Tommy Athletics. TCO is trusted by some of the biggest names in sports, and they bring that same level of care to our athletes. Thank you, TCO, for being a part of our team. Visit TCOMN.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to Tommy Talks, the weekly podcast bringing you inside St. Thomas Athletics, where we'll get to know those who wear the purple and gray. I'm Corbu Status, and this week our guest is Maddie Clough, a junior defenseman on the women's hockey team. We talk about being an offensive defenseman, the challenges of the WCHA, and being a captain. We also chat about her Kirk Cousins fandom, growing in her own faith, important math rules, and much more. Now, here's our conversation with Maddie Clough on another edition of Tommy Talks. Maddie, welcome into the podcast. Uh, thank you very much for being here. And you're a junior now, so you've had a couple of years since you've come to the St. Thomas campus. But I want you to think back to before you made that decision and what ultimately led you to deciding to come to St. Thomas. Yeah, so I actually had a pretty unique recruiting process um, back when... My class was getting recruited. There were no recruitment rules, so you could get recruited starting at any age. So um, beginning of my sophomore year of high school, I committed to Yale, actually. Okay. Um, yeah, that was I was pretty excited about that. I'd always wanted to go there. Um, and then towards end of my sophomore year of high school, there was um, a complete coaching staff change at Yale, so all three coaches were gone. So that was pretty scary, a lot of uncertainty there. Mm -hmm. um, so I got in touch with a new coach, had a few calls with him. He watched me play a few times um, throughout that summer after my sophomore year. And after a few conversations, I um, came to realize that it was not the spot for me anymore. So right. I decommitted, I think, beginning of my junior year. And so... Um, going into my junior year, I was starting the recruitment process over again. And that was pretty scary because back then that was like, I would say pretty late just because, um, with no recruitment rules, girls are committing like freshmen's off a year. Right. So like roster spots and stuff like that, um, a lot of teams had filled. So going into my junior year, I wasn't really sure what was going to happen. I was talking to, um, a couple schools. One of them was St. Thomas. I... Ended up going on a tour here, actually, the day right before they canceled school for COVID. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't your fault, right? You, they didn't cancel it because of you. No, no. Okay, um, it was actually Allie Monreen was giving me the tour. She's a fifth year on the team now. Um, and, yeah, I just remember her walking me and my dad around campus, and she was just, like, laughing, showing us all the emails she was getting from her professors saying that school was being canceled, like, starting the next day. But... Um, yeah, so on that tour, I just, I fell in love with the campus, um, loved the idea of like a smaller school. Closer to home. Yeah, I'm about 30 minutes from home, which is super nice. My parents come to all my home games. Um, yeah, I loved the feel on campus and I had always wanted to play in WCHA. So I thought that it would just be a perfect fit for me. So yeah. I ended up committing, I think... Oh, I don't. I don't remember this timeline exactly. I think maybe beginning of my senior year of high okay. school. So, yeah. so that's a big scary moment then to decide to decommit from Yale because, like you said, you know that a lot of roster spots are taken. So, mm -hmm. take me through that process. Like, what was it like for you that in that moment when you decided? Were you scared? Did it feel like 
ultimately, no, this is the best thing? Like, what was your thought process at that point? Um, I was I was definitely very, very scared. I was really upset because, like I said, I'd always wanted to go to Yale. Um, but looking back, I think St. Thomas is probably the perfect school for me. Like I said, super close to home. Um, I love the feel here. It's really good academics, education. Um, so, yeah, definitely think um, – that saying everything happens for a reason always works out is so fitting for my whole recruitment process because this place is just perfect for me. So Yeah, I mean, they had to live up to the expectations academically too, right? Like you don't just go to Yale because it would be fun. Yeah, right. You had to have a, a pretty good G GPA. So how much, when you were looking into St. Thomas, how much did you dive into the academic side as well? Um, so I did look into the academics a good amount. I've always been someone that enjoys school. Um, so, yeah, it was getting a good education out of it um, was definitely a big factor for me, and St. Thomas definitely checks all the boxes there. So yeah. yeah. How did you get started in hockey? Oh, gosh. I think I started when I was, like, four or five. Um, I actually hated it so much I would cry <laughs> at, like, all the, like, junior mites practices. Um, Why did you hate it? I don't even know. I don't remember hating it. I just, my parents have always told me that I hated it, and they would. I would cry and always want to get off the ice, <laughs> and they forced me to stay. And I guess one day I like flipped a switch and started loving it. So yeah, yeah. And now you do you remember the switch being flipped, or as far back as you can remember, it's just always been awesome. Yeah, it's just always been awesome. I don't remember ever hating it, but yeah, yeah. So at what point did you start thinking, okay, I would like to do this in college too? Um, I think. Well, back then the recruiting was started in like eighth, ninth grade. So um, I would say around that time. I mean, I, I've always loved hockey. I knew I couldn't be done um, after high school. So, yeah, I would say around eighth or ninth grade is when I started to like take it really seriously and look into playing post high school. Yeah. What about post college now with the PWHL going on and there's a lot more emphasis on on the professional side of it too. Yeah, I think I would definitely love to play in that league. So I really, yeah. I really hope that works out. Yeah, we need to get that team a nickname though. Yeah, I know the no, like no mascot. I hate it. Yeah, it's weird. The Whitecaps, and this is a side note, but the Whitecaps have perhaps the best logo of all time. Uh huh. It's the actual Whitecaps, the waves. It's an M. It's a W and it's a C. I know. It's magical. Yeah. I know. I, I still sometimes refer to the Minnesota P-Dub team as the Whitecaps just on accident. But, right. I mean, there's nothing else to call them. So. Yeah, might as well. Let's <laughs> yep. just go with it. Uh, any other sports for you growing up? Yeah, I played high school soccer and lacrosse. Okay. Um, I played soccer, like, growing up. Uh, lacrosse I just picked up in high school kind of as a joke with some of my friends. <laughs> um, and none of us, I think I was on the worst team like every year that I played. But oh. but yeah. So how does that go? Like, wouldn't that be funny if we just went and played lacrosse <laughs> with What's-Her-Face and just see how it goes? Yeah, well, uh, I know they like needed girls. So in our high school lacrosse team, I don't think it's ever been very good. They might be good these days, but yeah. So I think I was on, like, the B-Squad team, <laughs> but I don't know. I was – a bunch of um, the hockey girls played it, so yeah. it was just for fun, hang out in the spring. Did you have to – because for girls lacrosse, right, it's not very physical. Oh, no. No. So that's a little different from hockey. Yeah, actually, um, there I think there was, like, four or five of us hockey girls that did it, and we were all known for always getting the 
fouls or penalties, whatever it's called right. in lacrosse, because yeah, you like you can't even like touch them. It's right. like it's a penalty to like shoot it if someone's standing in front of you, even. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, like it. It's stupid, but yeah, <laughs> it was fun. It was funny. Yeah, yeah, a unique experience for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, for soccer, were you a defenseman also in soccer? Yes, I was. Okay, yep. so. You played defense in soccer. You played defense in hockey. How did you end up on the defensive side in hockey? Because you told me you also like to – you're a pretty offensive defense player. Mm-hmm. So how do you get stuck back there behind the blue line? I think – I know I played center in, like, U12s. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. I, I'm i sure it was, like, a coaching decision back then. But they moved me back to D, and I've just been there ever since. Okay. So was there ever a moment where you're like, I don't want to be back here. I should be on the line. Like, get me up front here. Um, I mean, I like playing defense because, I mean, I like the defensive side of it, but also I'm a pretty offensive defenseman. So I rush the puck when I can, join the play when I can, um, get down low in the ozone when I can. So yeah. you kind of get a little bit of both. So I like it. All right. So take me through the communication with your defensive partner in that moment. And obviously – Coach Johnson, Joel, is okay with you jumping up into the play, right? Mm-hmm. So what does that look like? How do you let your defensive partner know, I'm going to be gone for a little while. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I play with Haley Maxwell a lot. I think um, I would say she's a pretty defensive defenseman, which I think is why we work so well together because mm-hmm. <laughs> she always has my back if I'm giving up an odd man rush or whatnot. But um, I'm sure she's probably just gotten used to it, having to play two-on-ones and three-on-ones because I'm stuck yeah. in the ozone. But um, yeah, I think she probably just knows it's coming. It's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so take me through your favorite uh, hockey memories so far at St. Thomas. Oh, gosh. There's been quite a few really cool moments. We played in Hockey Day my freshman year down yeah. in Mankato. Um, that was a really – it was a really fun game playing outside, obviously. And it was a pretty close game, I remember. So that was fun. Um, XL Energy Center this year was really, really fun game. Yeah. Um, I mean, just playing at the X is really cool. Um, uh, the U has some of my really good friends from high school, so it was fun um, playing with them at the X because I or playing against them at the X because I've played with them at the X quite a few times in right. the high school state tournament. So, gosh, those were t- probably two of my favorite moments. Yeah. yeah. Couple of shootout winners as well, uh, beating Duluth and uh, Bemidji. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what's it like playing in the WCHA? Because I was looking at the schedule, and I think twenty-two, twenty-one of your games have been against ranked opponents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. I know it. Nobody else is <laughs> taking on that kind of schedule. Yeah. What is that like? Um, it can be a lot at times, but I think. Um, myself and everyone on the team would agree we wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, it's so fun to go into every weekend knowing you're playing, like, either the best team in the nation or um, number two or number three in the nation. It's so fun to just be – just to know you're playing, like, at the highest level in college hockey and mm-hmm. playing some of the best players. So um, it's tough. <laughs> um, it can be a lot at times, but, like I said, it wouldn't have it any other day any other way i love it yeah yeah how do you guys measure success then yeah definitely um can't measure it in wins and losses all the time but um we talk a lot about like the silver linings or like um the winning moments that don't maybe show up on the scoreboard um well that 
I, I, I think those are great, but and I ask that not because they're, they're not visible. I think they are mm-hmm. totally visible. It just, uh, like you said, doesn't always show up in the wins and losses. Yeah. So mentally, then, you find the little wins, right? Like, it has the losing ever taken a toll to the point where you're like, this is too much? No, it hasn't. I have had to, like, um, shift my mindset and, like, mm-hmm. learn to, like, really appreciate those smaller moments. Um Especially, I mean, coming from Andover, playing in, um, playing for one of the best high school hockey teams, like, if you didn't win the game, you weren't happy. Right. Um, which is kind of the mindset I've always had. I mean, like, youth hockey, high school hockey, we're always pretty good, pretty good team. So, um, it was definitely an adjustment, but I think, I mean, obviously, it's a really good thing to have to, like, appreciate the smaller things. Um, it's not always going to be, like, the wins and losses that you... Uh, remember but yeah I would say I've definitely learned so much and grown in that area Mm -hmm. um in college so yeah and what a cool thing to be like building this program right and you've been able to see there being a junior year three you've been lockstep with every step Mm -hmm. I would imagine if you look back to where you were your freshman year Mm -hmm. not only you but the team it, you've seen oh. huge leaps of growth. Yeah. Huge growth. Yes, for sure. We've made some really big jumps um, as a team. Um, but like I said, I mean, our record might always might not always show it. But, um, yeah, we've made some really big jumps. I mean, we, may, we beat um, St. Cloud this year, our yeah. first regulation win over a nationally ranked team. Last year we beat um, Duluth in that shootout, so not a regulation win. But um, – so, yeah, those, like, little things that um, may not seem like the biggest deal, but those are, like, the small steps you have to take to get to where you want to be. So, right, yeah. And also the wins, like, it's not like you're just completely bereft of wins. The wins against the non-ranked opponents, mm-hmm. you, you're above 500 by a long stretch. Right, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, it just happens to play in the toughest conference in all yes. of college athletics. Uh-huh. Um, let's talk about your family a little bit. Your dad was a college athlete. Right? Played basketball? Yep. What about your mom? She did not no. um, so play was, sports. No. So was the hockey bug somewhere in the family? Like, are you the only hockey player, or does everybody play No, hockey? my parents never played hockey, but um, both my brothers and my sister play. Okay. So all four of us play. I don't, I'm not really sure where that started. I think they just put my older brother in hockey, and then he liked it, and I think they just did that for the rest of us. You pay that much money for skates, you're gonna see <laughs> yes. how long you could keep them. Yes, the right. hand-me-down equipment. Yes, <laughs> we've all we've all been through it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, well, let's just see if Maddie maybe wants to play. Yep. Try these skates. Exactly. On. Uh, so are you guys competitive once you get on a rink? Oh yeah. Um, it's actually it's so fun. My younger brother's a goalie. Oh, perfect. So yeah, we'll get ice together. Um, sometimes like when we're at home for break or over summer, and we'll yeah. skate together, and it, yeah, it's fun. So he probably knows all of your moves. Yes, yeah. So if it was a shootout, who are you taking? <laughs> oh, gosh. My younger sister might be yeah. able to score on him. Yeah, she's actually – she's pretty good. She's um, in eighth grade. I think she's 14 now, which is crazy. But she's the same height as me, probably a little bit oh, stronger wow. than me. Yeah, okay. I miss those jeans, but okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be doing okay, though. <laughs> seem to be doing okay. You are a captain on this team. What did that mean to you? And take me through finding out that you were going to be a captain. Um, yeah, we find out our captains, the, I think it's in the, yeah, it's in the spring. 
um, after the season, we have like end of season meeting. People do like a voting process thing prior and then Joel announces them um, in the meeting. So I found out last spring that I was captain um, and it was really exciting. It's such an honor to be trusted by your teammates in that position. So yeah, um, I'm a captain along with Bria Perrin, Ali Monreen. So there's a two yeah. girls I really look up to in their leadership styles and I've learned a lot from them and I've grown a lot as a person and um, as a leader this year. So yeah, like I said, it's an honor. Grateful to be in this position. Uh, take me through what a moment where you feel like you need to be a captain. Like, what does that look like? Oh, I don't know that stuff. One, I would say, um, I think my teammates would probably agree. I'm more of a, I'm more of like a lead with my actions rather than my words. I'm not like the loudest person in the room. Um, so whether that be like in practice, giving my hundred percent in a drill or. Um, yeah, just keeping others accountable, making sure everyone's always working hard um, in practice and in the games, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's move from your athletics to people that you admire and Kirk Cousins. Let's talk about <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah. You're a big fan. I'm a really, really big Kirk Cousins fan. Really big fan. <laughs> uh, why? Just tell us why. Um. Well, I mean, obviously I'm a Vikings fan, yeah. being from Minnesota. Um. He's a great quarterback. Love watching him play. Um, but the biggest reason I'm drawn to him is just because of how strong he is in his faith. And um, he's not afraid to talk about it. Um, and he's a very well-spoken man. So I love listening to him talk about it at just different interviews and what whatnot. But um, my favorite Kirk Cousins interview is the Super Bowl Breakfast 2020. He talks about – it's a quote I'll never forget – it's my favorite quote from him. He talks about, um, I can't remember, He's it was when he was playing college football and he threw an interception, basically blew some big game. And he said he got tackled after he threw the ball and he was standing up pulling the grass out of his helmet. And he said in that moment, the only thing he was thinking was, um, I'm so glad my life is not built on football because if my life was built on football, my whole world just crumbled but rather it's built on his faith and his belief in Jesus Christ. So, that, yeah. yeah, that's what draws me to him. How many times have you had to use that yourself? Um, I would s a lot of times. Um, I've grown in my faith a lot in my college career. I, I mean, I've always been a believer, but, um, yeah, the faith community here at St. Thomas is really strong. So um, me and uh, Rachel Golnitz quote that to each other oftentimes when we're um, – going through a tough time in a game, a practice, whatever it may be. So quite a few times I have reminded myself of that quote, actually. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Uh, so should he re-sign with the Vikings? Oh, my gosh, for sure. For sure. Yes. And pay him whatever. Yeah. He does. He even said he doesn't need a huge contract. Right. Just for, like, two or three years, they can draft a young one. Yeah. <laughs> young quarterback. Yes. Somebody else to come along. Yeah. Okay, but Maddie. <laughs> what if the contract he demands means that they can't have anybody else around him so he doesn't have anybody to throw to? Well, okay, if they don't if they don't keep him, then they're going to lose people too. Jefferson's going to leave if they don't keep Cousins. Okay. So I think they, they got to work that one out. All right, yeah. I like it. That's a good response. <laughs> I wanted to press you on that and see how you would respond. <laughs> Uh, so you're not a psychology major, despite what the website says, <laughs> yeah. which proves that you can't believe everything you yes. see on the internet. 
but a finance major. Yeah. How did you choose that? Um, so I was a psych major coming in. I took general psych uh, my first semester here at St. Thomas. And uh, I was like, this is not it for me. It was just so much uh, like memorizing in vocab. I'm like, this is not fun. Mm-hmm. So I've always been someone who's loved math. I've always been pretty good at math um, for whatever reason. And I mean, everyone likes money. So I kind of just put the two together and I'm like, finance, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to do with that? Um, I think, so there's kind of like two paths you can take with finance, either like investment or corporate finance. And I think if I had to pick, I would probably pick the corporate finance mm-hmm. sector just cause, um, I am interested in investments and stuff like that, but I think that's a little bit scary telling people what to do with their money. So I'd right. rather tell a corporation what to do with their money rather than an individual. <laughs> right. A little bit more of a backup and yes. underneath you. Yeah. Yes. I understand. Um, when did you realize that you were good at math pretty early on? Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember doing those like multiplication tables in like second or third grade and I was always the first one done with them. Do you have a favorite math rule? This is a weird question, (laughs) but like one of the things I like, I I like math too. Mm -hmm. The numbers just make sense. Mm -hmm. So like the rhythm of six times six is 36, like those little things Mm -hmm. or the nine multiplying by nine rule. Mm Mm-hmm. You know that one, right? Where if you multiply whatever number you multiply nine by, the answer is one less than that number you multiplied by plus whatever gets you to nine. So if you multiply nine times five, Mm -hmm. the answer is 45. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Uh, yes. Now we're totally going to nerd out. Let's go. (laughs) Okay. I've always liked the sevens. There's a song I learned in like, I don't know, it's like 7, 14, 21, 28, 35, 42, 49, or 56, 63, and 70. I guess that's that's what comes to mind when yeah. I think about my favorite math thing, yeah. sevens. Yeah. That's a song, too. Yeah. It wasn't much of a tune <laughs> for that song. <laughs> that's all right. Thank you for, <laughs> yep. for singing it. And thank you for sharing and indulging me in your favorite math rule. Um, so you have, so one of the things that I really love about St. Thomas is that it is a community, not only amongst the uh, students, but the student athletes as well. Mm-hmm. And you see all of the other sports attending all of the other sports. So do you have a favorite Tommy sport outside of women's hockey? Um, I mean, men's hockey is always fun to watch because we're yeah. friends with a few of them. And I mean, love watching hockey, of course. Um, other than that, I need to think. Baseball, I guess, but I think I'm more like watching baseball because I like to just sitting outside when it's nice out. Yes. Um, that or soccer. I have a few friends on the soccer team, so I went to a few of their games. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite spot on campus? Oh, gosh. The library or the loft. Okay. Yeah. Why? Um, the library I love because I get so much work done there because there's nothing else to do there. Like, you right. can't talk um because it's mute so i would say second floor library i love or the loft because you can get a coffee and put headphones in and get work done and it's a good view up there yes for sure really nice spot those two come up quite a bit Mm -hmm. in the in the poll oh yeah uh favorite professor oh can i have two of course you can have as many as you want um suzanne wisniewski i had her for microeconomics last spring i recommend her to all my um, teammates and friends who have to take that class. She was so, so good at teaching and she just cared so much. And micro 
economics is some really tough content, but she does absolutely anything in her power to make it understandable for her students. So, and she's a really nice girl. So I really liked her. And then um, Sarah Bow, I had her for my computer science class last semester. And um, same thing, like she did whatever she could in her power to make sure her students understood it. And she was just really fun to have as a professor. She came to class with the biggest smile on her face every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 a.m. Um, so, yeah, those two. Right. Anytime you can show up anywhere at 8 a.m. with a <laughs> smile on your face. Yes. That's impressive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about some things that you like to do for fun. You're an avid reader. Yeah. What is your favorite genre of books, and do you have a favorite author? Um, I read a lot of Colleen Hoover, um, which is probably an answer you get a lot a lot of all girls. the time yeah like literally <laughs> six months ago i had never heard of colin yep. hoover and now like every week like who's your favorite author colin yes hoover. yeah yeah i like her books um i like like romantic books or like i've read a couple like romantic like thriller type mm -hmm. things um i just finished one called the last miss parish it's really good so yeah, definitely those two genres. Okay, yeah. last the last Miss Parish. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds devious. Yeah. Yes, it's a good book. I All recommend. Right. Um, so you uh, like reading every night? Or are you reading on the bus on the road trips? Like, um, I read every night, probably for about twenty thirty minutes. It puts me right to sleep usually. Yeah. I cannot read on the bus though. I get sick. Okay. So I can't do that. All right, do you do you have to make it to the end of the chapter? Yes, I'm one of those people. Yes. Yes. So you can put the bookmark in. It feels like a good, yeah. yeah, a good place to stop. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because if you just stop in the middle of the chapter, you forget kind yes. of what was going on. Yeah, and like where you were. Right. Like, yeah, it's more satisfying just end yeah. the chapter. Reach, reach the conclusion. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. All right. What are you watching these days? What are you streaming? Um, I'll always be someone that rewatches The Office. Mm -hmm. I've watched that, that show countless times. Um, that and Suits. I really, really like Suits. Okay. So, yeah, those two, I kind of just go back and forth um, between watching them. I mean, I start new shows every once in a while, but I kind of more put shows on as background noise. Sure. So those two Suits, or those two shows are always my go-to. All right. Who from The Office is going to play Maddie Clough <laughs> in a movie? Oh, oh my gosh. Pam, probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if you were going to be on The Office, which one of the characters would you be? Oh, well, my favorite character is Kevin, but <laughs> I don't know that I can play play that role very well. So I would probably be Pam. Okay. But yeah. Kevin is pretty awesome. Yeah, he's my favorite. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Kevin quote? Um, no, but my my favorite my favorite part of the show is when he drops the chili in the office. Yes. And then he scoops it up with like paper he finds on Pam's desk. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> so many good moments from that. Yeah. So, so many good moments. Um, are you a music fan? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like enough. Do you like, you like, what do you like to listen to? Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan. really all I listen to. A very, uh, another very common answer. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I'm starting to wonder in the application process to St. Thomas, <laughs> do you like Zach Bryan? Yeah. Yes. Do you read Colleen Hoover? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, they should put that in there. Yeah, Might maybe well. that's it. Uh, as you look towards the end of this season, and you have one more year after that, uh, when it's all said and done, what would you like your legacy here at St. Thomas to be? My legacy um, that I would like to leave would probably be someone that um, came to the rink every day and um, 
was not only a great teammate on the ice who worked hard and always gave it her all, got better every day, but um, a teammate that um, all the girls I'm surrounded by know is always in their corner and is always here for all of them and is just a best friend to anyone. Great. I love it. Manny, it was so great talking to you. Thank you so much and best of luck beyond. Thank you.